Amen. You better say yes. We have, we have a special gun that will take you out of here. No. <laughs> uh, I love America. I'm not ashamed of uh, my flag. I'm not ashamed of uh, our soldiers. I'm not ashamed of... Matter of fact, I'm not ashamed of our past history. Amen. I appreciate our forefathers. I appreciate all the blessings that God has given unto us. I am ashamed of some things going on in America today. And, uh, and so we're still going to pray for America, but we're still going to be what we're supposed to be. Amen. Uh, we are on the winning side, in case you don't know that. Don't lose your song. Don't lose your whistle. Don't lose your joy. Because uh, <laughs> Jesus has, has won the victory for us. And uh, so don't, don't go with uh, gloom and doom uh, on your face or in your life. We are truly on the winning side. Now, I'm going to ask you to turn to Deuteronomy chapter 8. Um, my message this morning... I've given the title. I didn't, matter of fact, I didn't know what title I was going to give it till 5.30 this morning. But the title uh, is Remember Lest We Forget. Remember Lest We Forget. In Deuteronomy chapter 8, hold your place there before I read our scripture today. And normally I don't do this. I don't read as many scripture verses as I am today, but um, personally, God, God's Word is more important than my words. Uh, so I, I want us to read this chapter here in just a moment. But before I, I do this, I, I want us to, I want us, you and I, I want us to do ourselves a, a favor today. Uh, Moses, the great leader of the children of Israel, he has gathered the nation together. And his main purpose uh, for this uh, speech, if you will, is to cause them to remember. To cause them to remember. And you say, what, what should they remember? Same as with us. He, he's, he's trying to get the nation of Israel to remember how good God has been to them. It would do us a world of good every day to stop, to worship the Lord, sure, but to remember, just like Brother Alan Burke prayed, how good God has been to us, to count the many, many blessings that He has bestowed upon us. So Moses, he reminds them of the goodness of God, how God had brought them out of the, the land of Egypt, how that God daily provided for them, gave them food to eat, led them after their disobedience, provided for them as they wandered in the wilderness. And as they got more and more material blessings, he said, nation, God has done that for us. He said, God has given you the food to eat. God has given you the the houses in which you live. God has given us the animals, the silver and the gold. And basically he said, if you remember as I read this and you'll notice, uh, there are a couple times of the words remember 
or don't forget. And so as I, as I read this this morning, I know this is geared toward the nation of Israel. Uh, every time I read this, though, I think of our nation, uh, United States of America. I, I, want you to, I want you to put America in the place of the nation of Israel right here. Um, I want us to know God has been good to America. God has given us what, what we have today. It has come from Almighty God. And then I want us also, when I come to it in verse 19, this warning that God gave to the nation of Israel, He has also given it to our nation among all nations. And so I'm going to read this very quickly. hope the service will be a, a blessing to us. We're going to uh, this is a shotgun message. It's, it's not going to be centered on one uh, subject exactly. Of course, we always let Jesus Christ have the preeminence. It's all about Him. But I don't want us to forget uh, some other folks that have uh, been a blessing to this nation. So let me read this this morning. All the commandments which I command thee this day shall ye observe to do that she may live and multiply. And young people, I don't know, this has always stuck out to me ever since I got saved when I was 19. If you and I want to live our life and enjoy it, there's a, there's a requirement. It's to keep God's commandments first. And then he says, and you will live. Everybody says, man, I want to live my life to the fullness. Well, if you want to do that, then keep God's commandments. Just put, put the Lord first, walk with Him every day, make, make good choices, and you will live. You will live life to its fullest. The Bible says, And go in and possess the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers. And thou shalt, here it is, remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these forty years in the wilderness to humble thee and to prove thee to know what was in thine heart, whether thou wouldest keep his commandments or no. And he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger. He fed thee with manna which thou knewest not, neither did thy fathers know, that he might make thee know that man doth not live by bread only, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord doth man live. Thy raiment waxed not old upon thee, neither did thy foot swell these forty years. Thou shalt also consider in thine heart that as a man chasteneth his son, so the Lord thy God chasteneth thee. Therefore, thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God to walk in his ways and to fear him. For the Lord thy God bringeth thee into a good land. How many of you think America's a good land today? Amen? I don't know about you, but I've eaten pretty good this past week. I talked to the a guest, I appreciate the young people being back. I said, you don't need to be on the back row, but I, I said, I sure wish we had a bucket of fried chicken to pass around today. I don't know, but I'm hungry. Usually I, I can last till about 12.15, 12.30 until I'm hungry. But before the message began, I said, oh, I'm hungry right now. So if any of you all have a piece of fried chicken in your purse, let me know. But the Bible says this. Um, for the Lord thy God bringeth thee into a good land, a land of brooks, of water, of fountains, and depths that 
spring out of valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of oil, olive, and honey, a land wherein thou shalt eat bread without scarceness. Thou shalt not lack anything in it, a land whose stones are iron and out of whose hills thou mayest dig brass. When thou hast eaten and art full, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land which he hath given thee. Beware, notice this verse, beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God. You know what America has done? We have forgotten God. You know what America has done? We have forgotten that God has blessed us and given us what we have. So beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God and not keeping His commandments and His judgments and His statutes which I command thee this day. Lest when thou hast eaten and art full and hast built goodly houses and dwelt therein, and when thy herds and thy flocks multiply and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied and all that thou hast is multiplied, then thine heart be lifted up and thou forget the Lord thy God, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage, who led thee through thy great and terrible wilderness, wherein were fiery serpents and scorpions and drought where there was no water, who brought thee forth water out of the rock of flint, who fed thee in the wilderness with manna which thy fathers knew not, that he might humble thee and that he might prove thee to do thee good at the light, thy latter end. Thou shalt say in thine heart, My power and the might of mine hand hath gotten me this wealth. That's what America is saying today. We... We have done this. We have, we are the cause of the blessings. We are the cause of our houses. We are the cause of our wealth. I'll correct you. I'll correct myself. We are not the cause. God gives us the ability to do and to have what we have. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant which ye swear unto thy fathers as it is this day. And it shall be, if thou do at all forget the Lord thy God, and walk after other gods, and serve them, and worship them, I testify against, against you this day that ye shall surely perish. America better be careful. Our politicians better be careful. Our leaders better be careful. We better not forget God. As the nations which the Lord destroyeth before your face, so shall ye perish, because you would not be obedient unto the voice of the Lord your God. May we pray. Father, I thank you for this scripture. I thank you, Lord, that all my life of being saved, that you have led me many times back to this Lord, to get me going again on the right way and to remind me that it's been you that have, you've blessed me, you've blessed our country, you've blessed our churches, you have blessed our families. And please, God, help me not to ever forget that it's you. God, help this church this morning to remember that what we have is because mostly you have been so good to us. So, Father, I pray that most of all this morning we will realize how good you have been, 
through the gift of your Son, Jesus Christ. Lord, I, I've been to four different funerals uh, this past week, and so my mind has been on death. My mind has been on life on this earth is not forever. And please remind those this morning that may be here, they've never accepted Jesus Christ into their life. They've never been saved. They've never been born again. Please, God, remind them today of Your love. Please, God, if there's anyone here lost, may they leave knowing Jesus. For it's in His name that we do pray. Amen. Not only, church, should we remember and not forget God who has blessed America and given us everything, but we are here today, and some people, and I'm not going to fault them, some people use the word we celebrate Memorial Day. We really don't celebrate, we observe Memorial Day. And I'm not taking away, we will... Um, we. We will take time uh, at a later date to honor, recognize our veterans, special men and women. But Memorial Day is to honor those who have given their life the ultimate sacrifice. So God, first of all, has blessed this nation, given us what we have. But if you think about it, there's always been a special group of men and women who... uh, who gave the ultimate sacrifice in their life. They they never came back home to mom and dad. They never came back to their wife. They never came back to their to their children. And to be honest, most of us, we um, we don't know them. We we never met them. If you would take some time in your bulletin and we Miss Martha typed out some of the casualties from American wars and after I uh, looked up and uh, checked out the Civil War, the truth is there's not just 498-plus casualties from that war. Uh, now, new studies say it's about 750,000 uh, that gave their life in that uh, awful war. So, even though we have never known or met them, those uh, are the men and women that we're indebted to. Um, I, I, I want to say this, uh, me personally, I, I didn't, Austin, you, you didn't know them. This was years ago, and, and, um, but I, I will remind you of this one man. He, um, he fought in 2008 in the war in Iraq. And um, his name was Kenny Gibson. Kenny gave the ultimate sacrifice. His, um, his home is about 10 minutes from here. And he, when he gave his life, I got the phone call. And I had to go that night to look at his mom and look at his wife. And um, you say, well, you always know exactly what to say. No, you don't. Uh, I don't care how long you've been a pastor, how long you've been a Christian. Uh, Only God can give grace during that time. 
And I was just there to uh, try to be a shoulder to lean on. I had the honor, great honor it was, to do uh, his funeral. And um, but I'm here to tell you it, it hit home because that was just one. And thousands and thousands and thousands of others that we did not know, but we still should remember the sacrifice that they gave. Um, that's why I love America. That's why, because of their ultimate sacrifice, we do enjoy many, many freedoms. As always, I try to do this. Um, I wonder if there's a, a person here today and you had a family member that went off to war and did not make it back. If you are one of those, we want to recognize uh, you and your loved one. And so if you do know someone in your family that gave the ultimate sacrifice, I'm going to ask you just to uh, hold your hand up this morning. And uh, Brother Austin uh, will be the runner, and we'll do this very quickly. You uh, give their name and uh, what war and uh, which they were serving. And so just hold your hand up very, very high. We don't want to miss anyone. So Brother Austin, you can start over here. And, uh, and this is why we do this, because they deserve it. They, they gave so we could be here today. So, Brother Dwayne, you go ahead. My brother, Morgan Smith, uh, gave his life in the country of Italy in 1943. Now, think about that, a brother... My great uncle, uh, Claus L. Carter, uh, World War One, World War Two, Naval Intelligence, died in Panama fighting mm. communism. Mercy. Thank you, Michael. Just keep your hand up. I see Russ down here. My great uncle Paul Blankenship in World War II. Mm. Thanks, Stephanie. My father, uh, Sergeant Army Ranger Dennis Moore, 1970. Well, wow. your dad. That's a dad. Had an uncle, uh, Carlisle Lincolnship, World War II. Thank you, Raj. Simon Shelburne, my cousin, World War II in France. Thanks, Jackie. <laughs> my grandfather, Morris Akers, uh, died in World War II. 1944, mm. Battle of the Bulge. 
Yeah, thanks, Terry. All right, do we miss anyone? We don't want to miss anyone. Anyone at all. All right. Um, at this time, I've asked uh, Amber. She, she did this. I appreciate her 